Hey guys, welcome to the True Blue Riffcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Dave. My name is Christine DeBell, but many of you know me as Susan from A Talking Cat. And as you know, I have to go and get my cheese puffs out of the oven. So have a great time with Jeremy and Dave. See you soon. Thanks, Christine. This is indeed the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and I am joined, as always, by... Sup, I'm Dave. Heist, nice, heist, nice, nice to see everybody. Heist, nice. I do, my energy nice. fell off a cliff like an hour ago. So <laughs> That's I okay, know. because I just realized I forgot to have up our starting soon screen, so it was literally just ah. us sitting there the whole time, while me oh, going no. into the other room to uh, blow my nose so I wasn't doing it on camera which is a good thing because it would have been on camera so everybody saw me panicking like where is jeremy i was like asking where you were (laughs) but like i was on mute so like no one could hear me i was like jeremy where did you go oh no this is bad but oh life goes on right yeah now i just i just had some uh, bears in the cave that i had to go take care of off camera um bears in the cave bears in the cave yeah what does Uh, that mean Boogers. Is that a parenting thing? Boogers in the Is that nose. a parenting thing I don't know about? Y- yeah, kind of. Um, but, uh, yeah. So what have you been up to, Dave? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, <laughs> we won't get oh, into just, that because uh, Dave's yeah, having more wonderful Oh, well, I just got issues. a news alert. House, House GOP picks a new nominee. Really? Well, uh, that, that's going to work out great, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it will. <laughs> but we don't talk about that here. <laughs> no. Uh, I've uh, been spending the last few days uh, playing Super Mario Wonder, which uh, is Me pretty too. dang enjoyable. Yeah, because I see you finally got a Switch. Which I've had I, one since, like, March. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I got it so I could play. Um, I got it on the advice of um, our good friend, Edgy Berserker. Woo. And uh, I got it so I could play Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters. Oh, yeah, so that's what yes. I've been using it for. Nice. And I, I may or may not have gotten Mario Odyssey, and that's a may or may movie. not have thought that it was extremely overrated and and didn't finish it. <laughs> well, how far that, did you that, that get? Might have it, it might have happened. Yeah. Uh, knowing like, you, I guess like I'm not too are, surprised. <laughs> well, I love no, dude. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I really love Mario. I do. But Mario Odyssey, it wasn't it 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 wasn't really doing a lot for me. Like it just was like, well, this is I don't know. But Mario Wonder. Now at first I was like, the level design was kind of pissing me off a little bit <laughs> because it's just like, okay, these aren't like Mario levels. These are just like big wide open areas. So like all their crazy psychedelic stuff can happen. Yeah. And also the characters all play identically, which is like. Okay, what's the point of this? It's um, just a, who you won't you won't choose to not play as somebody because they don't play the same as the character that you're used to. That's that's well, my guess. Right, anyway. I understand that, but like, okay, so like, what's the point? Now I'm coming around. I'm 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 gonna put it back over because like like I'm just like the early levels were just like this doesn't feel like. This doesn't feel like new Super Mario Brothers Wii or new Super Mario Brothers U or even Super Mario 3D World, which is an excellent game. Yes, it is. Um, But I was just like, I don't know. I think this might be a miss. But then I there was like, I think it was like the what 
what's that land called? The Puff Fluff. Uh, oh, Fluff Puff Mount- Mountains. Yeah, the second one. Or Peaks, Fluff like, Puff Peaks or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the level that you play um, to access the special um, uh, levels. Yeah. Um, there's basically just like, it's, it's like a time thing. It, it actually plays like a Mario level. And like, now I'm in like the more difficult levels, yeah. which is like, okay, this feels like a Mario game. So it's starting to win me over, but it's just like, at first I wasn't a fan. And also those, like those talking flowers really, but then I found out you could mute them. And <laughs> I did. So I, I've been I enjoying the game. Not as much. I I really enjoy it. Uh, it's super adorable in certain scenes. Uh, there's an early game where, after you get the Wonder Flower, which is like the new the new thing, the new gimmick in this one, yeah, Wonder uh, Seed, yeah, where all of the um, piranha plants on the level start like marching yeah. and singing, and like everything like comes to life and starts like singing along, and mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just super adorable. Um, right. But yeah, there's um, definitely some this, challenging stuff uh, <laughs> later. I think this game is definitely, they definitely leaned into the kid stuff with this game. I, I think they leaned into this game being able to just be fun. Uh, anybody can go through whatever level at your own pace, which is kind of nice. Um, because I can still play it frantically like I do every other Mario game and, you know, trying to, to rush through the levels because that's how I'm used to playing it. Uh, but my yeah. nine-year-old can pick it up and she can play as one of the Yoshis or that dumb yeah. little Nabbit guy and yeah. uh, go through a level without worrying about running out of time. She doesn't have to worry about dying because, like... If you get hit by a guy and you're Yoshi or Nabbit, you don't take any damage. You just kind of can keep going. And I, I think that was kind of a neat a neat decision on their part. The other thing I really appreciate about this game is the fact that they didn't have a deadline when they were making this game. They really? let the devs work at their own pace and basically do what they want with the game and mm-hmm. not like... Like, uh, Miyamoto wasn't standing there over him like, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. It was just like, make a game, He check on it from time to time, like, this is great, keep it up. And I think that's really cool, because they weren't, like, cramming to get it done, you know, like a lot of the AAA big studios. Oh, yeah, uh, they had, like, 10,000 patches, yeah. Yeah, they make them, they make them work and work and work and work and, and, and not take a break until it's done and like you have to be done by this time and it has to be done this way and you're going to cram you're going to stay here and you're going to work all night uh for three days straight until we say okay you can go home and sleep for a couple hours but then you're coming back and you're working on this for the next four days again uh so that's kind of nice that they didn't uh do that as some uh publishers are known to do in the industry Uh, my sister is a dev and she says it's a little bit like that but she works from home yeah, um, but the the game that I've been enjoying the most that came out this this last week because there was there were a lot of games. Oh yeah, that there's came been out a bunch week. of games coming out this. There week, was uh, week. the new Sonic game, which is harkens back to the older Sonic games and not like the more recent ones, which haven't been great. Uh, there's of course Spider Man, really uh, Spider Man Two on the PlayStation Five, which my son has been playing all weekend. Um, 
there's uh, I didn't say I don't have a PS5. I didn't have a PS4, so I, I didn't really either. get into Spider-Man. And even though they looked really fun, and I like Spider-Man games, but I can't play it, so you know it doesn't bother me. Uh, of course, Jackbox Party Pack 10 came out last week, which is pretty fun. Uh, but n- they all pale in comparison to the game that uh, Joy and I have both been playing, and she's actually out playing it right now. Uh, and that is uh, Suica game, which uh, is a little a little indie game uh, created over in Japan. Was released only in Japan. Started taking the internet by storm, and oh. they did a surprise release of it in the U.S. on Friday. And it's literally just this little. It's a it's a like a match two physics based puzzle game, uh, where. You have different fruits, and you drop them in this, like, bag or box or something. And uh, <laughs> Betty found one of her squeaky toys. And you try and match them all the way up till you get to, like, a watermelon or whatever. And uh, it's, just a, it's just a relaxing and surprisingly stressful game at the same time. But it's a lot of fun, <laughs> and I've, I've wait, already dumped I'll hours wait, into it. How is that possible? Exactly. I don't know. I don't get how it. Can... It is it is relaxing oh, and right. stressful at the same time, <laughs> because it's it's hard to explain. I'll have to take it's, your word for it's it. It's hard to explain. Uh, if you guys go back into uh, the streaming VOD library for my channel here, uh, it was the last game I streamed um, yesterday. I streamed it yesterday, uh, so you can check some footage of it um, and see me getting angry over this cutesy little fun game. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think we're here to talk about movies and not video games. Yeah, so. we're here to talk about after we've been talking for 15 minutes about yeah. video games. <laughs> so why don't we move on? Let's take a look at the weekend oh, box gosh. office. Uh, of course, oh, the number uh, one movie should... oh. for the weekend, again, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. Uh, number two, brand new movie opening last weekend, Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, then The Exorcist what is that? Believer. Uh, I think it's a new Scorsese movie. Uh, okay. it's like a crime history, crime drama thing. I know it's got Leo in it. That dude's like a hundred. Is he just going to be making movies till he's dead? Yeah, basically. Uh, Paw Patrol, well, the mighty him, movie. And then, uh, the 30th anniversary re-release of the nightmare before Christmas came in at number five with $4.2 million. Stop flaming you preps. That's what I think of now whenever I think of The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> so there's there's your of, weekend box office. No big surprises there, really. I mean, it's... Ebony but, Darkness, Dementia, Raven Way. That's what I think of when I think of Nightmare Before Christmas. The, uh, Google it. The new, the new movie, number one, going to be this weekend, is probably going to be the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, which opens up on Friday which I didn't even think of when I agreed to Friday being my first day back at the Ah. movie theater. Another PG-13 horror movie where I'm going to be dealing with kids on their phones and all kinds of crap, but that's okay because that was part of the job that I enjoyed taking care of. Um, So, yeah, there's there's your weekend box office. Nothing special. Of course, there's not really much going on in the world of movies right now other than, you know, still on strike and they're still trying to get... Get some things straightened out. So since we don't really have anything there to talk about, before we we have one more thing to talk about before we get to uh, 
Uh, well, what? okay. Uh, Citizen Yarn. What are we calling I, it when you're in the dock? I, uh, hang on. I, uh, enjoyed going in and kicking them out of the theater. Oh, okay. That's what I enjoyed. I just said, someone said you enjoyed dealing with middle schoolers on their phones. Oh, it's, we have people listening. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's real, it's real easy, uh, to do that when you have, uh, a couple really big security guards. But yes, kicking them out of the theater, that was one of my favorite things to do. And it's going to be again when I go start back at the theater uh, on Friday. Uh, of did course they miss we, you, Jeremy? Yes, they did. They were very mad that I left, and they were very excited when I contacted them to go back. Um, so now we get to, we have one more thing to talk about before Rift Tracks. After this, though. We have one big okay. piece of news to talk about, and we're probably going to waste at least another 15 minutes talking about that other thing. But first, we have to take a look and see what the hell James Wen is doing. And, oh, do uh, we have to? On October 23rd... Oh, Citizen Yarn. Hi, Citizen he, Yarn. He uh, he posted the United Nations Con- uh, Conference Climate Change, uh, COP28. Uh, Dear COP28, please add and implement climate fix to the COP28 agenda so that we get back that no- that not mole not mole weather <laughs> the garden of paradise best regards James Wen climate activist climatefix.earth the what climatefix.earth oh that just you takes made it that to up. is that real yeah, i'm looking at it right now it just it takes us to his uh his little short Thing that he made called Climate oh, Fix on YouTube. What? Uh, and then uh, the next one from five hours ago. He tweeted this one five hours ago. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna hang on. Let me bring this up so I can show everybody right here. Share. So this is uh, ah. the COP28 agenda, uh, November 30th through December 12th. How come there is no The Fix agenda for climate change, global warming? How come there is no climate fix agenda? Please add climate fix to COP28, climatefix.earth, COP28.com. <laughs> okay, guys, look, we're not making fun of James Wen because he's an environmentalist or because, like, no. like look, if the environment is your thing, if you like clean air and clean water and all, like that's fine. Yeah, like, I, I not, like that stuff. We're not mocking him for that. I don't. I hate the environment, <laughs> but if you do, it's your thing. I'm not going to judge you. But um, we're that. That's not why we're making fun of James Wen. We're making fun of him because he's an idiot. Yeah, because he's James Wen. Like that's yeah. that's it. If you know, if you're if you've listened to the podcast at all for a while, you know. Uh, yeah. background with James and why uh, we're not fans yep. of that person but um, yeah so we're, we're not going to get into that anymore but we have something yeah. else to get into before Rift Tracks oh yeah we do oh, uh, people so, like us for this no, well, people definitely aren't going to like us for this <laughs> Well, I've already uh, been excommunicated from the Misty community so yeah, I, I, mean, I can, I'll say whatever I want I kind of have too, but uh, yeah. So here, here we go. It's they once again. I think they started this today. I'm pretty sure this went up today. Um, they they started the fundraising Who's for there? uh season 14 of Mystery Science Theater 3000. 
Yep. Now another um another fundraising. This time, they're not using Kickstarter. They're not using Indiegogo. I don't think they used Kickstarter last time. They're I don't remember what they used. I I didn't participate, so I don't know. Some guy yeah, literally I, just I contributed three thousand and forty dollars. Like that just popped up. Uh, three thousand and forty dollars. Oh, Somebody just donated three. that. One person. Oh, oh, oh. Um That is a lot of money. So they've they've started a new fundraising campaign for the next season of Mystery Science Theater three thousand, which they are now doing uh on their own. They started it with season thirteen. Uh, where they needed, it was like $11 million or something ridiculous because they wanted to... Yeah, they're building uh, their uh, their app. Build their their app uh, to, to stream the on their Gizmoplex? own. The Gizmoplex, yeah. yeah. Um, and this year, you know what? I'm just going to bring this up because I can. Uh, <laughs> if I can find the button here on this screen. This is what they're looking for this year. Uh, four point eight million dollars for six VODs, six shorts, and uh, eighteen remasters of uh, old Mystery Science Theater episodes. Uh, their their top goal and what they're aiming for though is seven point four million dollars okay. for twelve VODs. Oh, absolutely. They absolutely will get that. The, the The problem I have with them doing their fundraising on their own site is the fact that they do not have a running total of what they have received. There's little pop-ups, and you guys will see them up on here. And I hate that they come up because I, you know, I don't. We don't need to show what people are giving, but um, yeah. it's. I don't like that they're not being transparent about that, especially when they're asking for this much money. That yeah. bothers me um, a little bit. Uh, but the other thing is, uh, what did what did you figure the math like a six hundred and sixteen thousand yeah, dollars per it's, episode if, or whatever? If you round it up to the nearest thousand, it's six, if 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 they get their seven point four million dollars for season fourteen for each episode. Forget about the shorts and forget about the remasters because who cares? Yeah, it's. Going to be twelve episodes. Every episode is is going to get roughly about six hundred and seventeen million dollars. Not million thousand. Six hundred and seventeen thousand dollars. One percent of this is going to maintenance and consulting fees for the Gizmoplex itself. Yeah. And five percent of this is going to campaign fees, which mm-hmm. is what they are, they're going to lose for for this this website hosting them even though I thought this yeah. was their own website so I don't really get I don't get that part of but, it either but it's it's a little much guys that's yeah, that's the problem that, a, that we both have with it yeah that is a lot of money for 12 riffs yeah now, uh, like, I did confirm like, today that yeah. uh it is actually way less than that per VOD uh for riff tracks to fully produce there's a from licensing to the final production it is uh it is well, way less so. yeah it is there's way no less way. than that um there's so that's absolutely no way that yeah now that's guys, the other confusing if you like the revival, thing to me what's that i said that's the other thing that's confusing to me yeah okay why so it costs guys, so much if you money. like the revival 
if you like the revival, if the revival is your thing, that's fine. There's yeah. no moral judgment on this end if you like the revival. The thing is, is that revival is not my thing, and I know it's not Jeremy's thing. Um, we gave it a chance, and we both decided that, like, we don't, we we don't like this. Yeah, we um, both gave it a fair shake. Yeah, we did, and fact, we I went into it, it wanting more- to like it. Yes. Um, now, I, I kind of feel like I gave it more chances than I should have because, you know, me being who I am and who I was in the fandom, you know, five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. You know, I kind of felt an obligation to, to support it, but it just ended up not being my thing. Um, and I think that... I think that Joel, I don't think that he realizes that MST3K isn't as culturally relevant as it was 30 years ago. Um, The revival, when it was on Netflix, it didn't generate the new viewership that they wanted it to. And we, we, we've talked about this on the podcast before. The, 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 the Misty Rift Tracks fandom, we're an aging fandom. We're not getting a whole lot of new people to replace us. And like when we go, it's, it's done. It's over. Um, which, you know, is fine. But I think that Joel doesn't realize that he's really in a more niche, almost cottage industry for 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 movie riffing and i just look at like how much money that he wants and i don't know how he justifies six hundred and seventeen thousand dollars per episode especially like you look at those you look at uh season one of the revival uh, aka season 11 however you want to call it yeah and um man they raised six million dollars i don't know what they spent that money on like I think, like 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 people say, well, maybe it was the celebrity appearances. Like I don't know. Like if you get Jerry, that, I mean, that could have been like yeah. But I mean, but at at the same time, you know, we made a joke when we were talking about, or I did. I made a joke about uh, when we were talking about Mortal Kombat, the twenty twenty one movie, when it was ninety million dollars. I said they could have made three episodes of Mystery Science Theater three thousand for that. But, like, I just, I guess I would just like to know why it costs that much money to make this show. I don't think it costs that, because, okay, Star Trek Picard Season 3, I looked it up, Patrick Stewart said that in an interview somewhere, that Star Trek Picard Season 3 costs somewhere between 8 and $9 million dollars. For ten yeah. episodes of this sprawling sci-fi epic that was a this this great big revival of Star Trek: The Next Generation that was going to send the cast of the TNG out, off into the sunset and give it the the, the epic send-off that it deserved, and it did that. It it absolutely did that. But I did the math, and it, uh, anywhere from eight hundred thousand to nine hundred thousand dollars an episode, which is you know obviously more than an episode of uh, MST3K. But not by but, a lot. 
Yeah, not by 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 Hollywood standards, not by not not by very much. And if you look at this, if 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 you look at that show, and you look at Star Trek Picard season three, like are they comparable? I don't think they are. Like, like I don't know. I I guess I'll just say it again. I just I guess I just I I just want to know why it costs that much money to produce this show that. I, I I hate to say it is like I I don't think it costs that much to make that to, to make this show. No, so I, I, I don't see I, how it could. I, I, I would like to know what they are spending this money on because they're they're not really doing anything that's no, too far not. above and beyond what Rift Tracks is doing. I mean, no, they, well, I mean it's the same yeah. thing uh, minus a few host segments, and I know the cost of those are not going to be raising the price per episode up that high. Yeah. And I have some theories, but um, it, uh, I don't want to get too mean. Yeah. Um, so it just, it just seems like it's piece. a little I'm, bit I'm too much. I don't think I don't, it, it, it's way too much, way too much money for that show. I don't want to say it's not worth it, but I know it doesn't cost that much. I mean, right. I mean like, I can't prove it, but we're not in a court of law. So I'll say it. It doesn't cost that much to make this show. Well, and going by other programs, the same thing. It's yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't cost anywhere near. I mean, that guys. Much. Okay, at at the end of the day, I know we're all misties. That's what we all at least started as. Yeah. I think we all we can all admit that at the end of the day, it is a silly puppet show. Yep. And does not cost a hundred thousand dollars more than half a million dollars for no. one episode. No. It, it it does not. It absolutely so, should not. No. Um, but that's oh, my piece. We, we we do have one more thing to get to before uh, oh before our riff tracks, and that's uh, name that Jeremy. Yo, is it name that Jeremy? Is that what name we're that Jeremy? Is, is, well, is, last is week that is, is that what we're calling it? When, yeah, what, what is it's, you? When it's your turn, Dave that riff. When it's my turn, name that Jeremy. I don't know. It's dumb, okay, cool. but I like All it. Right. <laughs> so, so you were like, what, 18 for 20? You did amazingly well. In 17 the or 18? Yeah, somewhere around there. I got lucky on a bunch so, of them. Um, I don't know if these are more difficult, but I tried to make it a little more difficult because I think maybe I went a little easy on you, though. Last night. I, I, I don't know, but and, you know, you there's always a possibility. In fact, these are all ones from there. Yeah. I, I, okay. So, are you ready? Sure. Let's do all this. Right, cool. So, first one uh, is from 2018. Okay. And it's uh, and it's a it's a riff. It's I'm a riff. William Oh, instead of okay. instead of a quote. Yeah, I got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm like it's, a riff. Yeah, of a course, riff. it's a riff. What is he talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it's either going to be a riff or a quote. Okay. Yeah. So here it is. From 2018. I'm William Shatner crossed with DeForest Kelly, if that helps. That's the that's the riff? That's the riff. I'm William Shatner. Let's see, 2018. And this is a VOD? Yes, yes. I should have said that. Sorry. 
Uh, that that's okay. Uh, so my Kevin Bilbrough, if that if that helps, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> twenty eighteen, twenty eighteen. Uh, uh, I think there there was one that was a sequel to a riff that you absolutely hated that came out in twenty eighteen. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go with that just because. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Oblivion Two Backlash. That is incorrect, sir. Uh, okay. You want a clue? Yes. Give me the first clue. Uh, first clue is this movie primary, pr- primarily takes place in California. Primarily. In California? Yeah. Or it's at least shot in California. Let me put it that way. Yeah. 2018. Shot in California. 2018. Shot in California. Oh man. Um Let's see what else came out that year. I mean obviously we had Uh I'm just I can't I can't I'm gonna say Spiker. I can't think of anything else at this point. It is Spiker. Spiker. It is Spiker. The um the the, the second clue was there's a lot of volleyball and soup in this movie. Soup plantation. So is that, that that was that, that was just a blind guess, right? Yeah, I I was trying to think of stuff that that would have taken place in California that could have had that. So so the riff was in reference to the coach. They're doing like a montage, and the coach is going around okay. talking to all the volleyball players. And Mike is like, "I'm William Shatner crossed with DeForest Kelly." If that helps, <laughs> I I was kind of it was between that and a talking cat because I know that's yeah. like out in California. Yeah, that's the other one. Okay, and. Uh, but I didn't remember that riff from that movie, so. Okay. So you're one for one. All right. Okay. So this next one is uh, uh, VOD from 2015. 2015. Uh, one of the best years of riff tracks. As long as you don't turn into a werewolf, things are those things are vile. As long as you don't turn into a werewolf, those things are vile. Well, I'll, I'll say it the way it said in the movie. As long as you don't turn into a werewolf, those things are vile. Now, is that was that a quote or a riff? That's a riff. I don't turn into a werewolf. Those things are vile. Mm. Man, twenty fifteen, twenty fifteen. This is, was this a VOD again? Yeah, VOD. I am drawn an absolute blank. Give me, give me the first clue. First clue is this movie was shot in Canada. <laughs> Sorry, these clues aren't very helpful. So. <laughs> 2015 shot in Canada. Oh, man. I mean, you, you pulled the first one out of your behind. So. I know, I know. I'm trying to think. Man, I don't even have a guess for this one. Go ahead. Give me the last clue. Okay. So the last clue is this movie stars um, uh, rock and roll uh, legend Meatloaf. Oh, God. To catch a Yeti. This was to catch a Yeti. That's right. Um, they were talking to a Filmed woman to Canada. with an accent yeah. in um, 
Yeah, the the he, weird European accent lady. Yeah, the weird European lady, not the wife. The like, I guess, like I I, I don't know. But um, and uh, uh, obviously this is a, a reference to the MSG3K classic uh, Werewolf. Yeah. As long as you don't turn, turn into a Warwolf. All right. So I should have I should have had that one. Yeah. Yeah, because like yeah, that is one of your. Well, I don't want to say one of your. Fa- I mean, I don't know. Is Cacciati one of your favorites? I mean, it's it's. Upper echelon ish. Yeah, it's A tier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, A tier definitely. Um, gosh, I should never have uh, started uh, appearing on the podcast <laughs> because all all, all I want to do is, is is mess with my hair. Like, oh, I'm so pretty. Um, it's like so putting a mirror in front of a parrot. Yeah, it's like, well, like, like all, all I want to do is be like, oh, just like admire myself. Um, so this was 23, 23, uh, uh, 2017 VOD. Okay. Um, and, um, and here it is. This is, they, they were all riffs this time. Mm. I tripped up five flights of stairs and landed here. Oh my God. I tripped and fell five flights of stairs and landed here. I feel like I should know this one. You like should. it's, it's familiar to me. Oh, tripped up five flights of stairs. And you said that's uh, 20, 2017. 2017. Yeah. 2017, 2017. I'll say it tripped like they say it in the movie. Yeah. I tripped and fell up five flights of stairs and landed here. So it's dumb guy. And that's a clue I shouldn't have given you. <laughs> a dumb guy? I mean, yeah. most of the movies that they do... Uh, the the lead of the movie is the dumb guy, so like Yeah. Five flights of stairs. Oh god, twenty seventeen. What the hell came out in twenty seventeen? See, this is where I have the problem. It was the years that yeah. they came out because like ever since You don't COVID, like at all. wiki, so Yeah, like time has no meaning to me anymore, so like years <laughs> and dates kind of kind of mean nothing to me. Um God, twenty seventeen. What the hell came out in twenty seventeen? Lots of good stuff came out in twenty seventeen. Remember the, uh, the, the 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 bear? The bear thing? Yeah, that was twenty seventeen. Um, I'll give you one clue. This this movie does not have a bear in it. <laughs> well that's only about half of them. Um Yeah. I'm giving you all kinds of clues. Yeah, you haven't even asked for the first clue yet. I know. God, I know I know this riff, and if I don't get it, I'm gonna feel so dumb. I'm gonna feel like you after not getting the house on Haunted Hill one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's your all-time favorite, it, so uh, yes, like you yes, should know. Uh, I don't think this is your all-time favorite, though. I would be I would be surprised if it is. Well, you know my my favorites. Um, oh yeah, give me give me give me the first clue. Give me the first clue. <laughs> this movie, this movie takes place in California. Oh my god, it's not a good clue, Dave. Two of it your clues have been about Ca- California. I've given you like a, I've given you a bunch of clues. I know, I know, I know. <sighs> okay, let's see. Think, think, Jeremy. Think. Let's start pulling a Winnie the Pooh. Think, think, think. Oh, man. 
All right, all right. 2017, California. Come on, man. You got to get this. It, it takes place in California? It takes place in California. And it's a VOD. It's a VOD. It's very iconic VOD. Very iconic VOD. Yeah. <sighs> uh... Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Jesus. I just had two pop into my head. No, it's not that one, because obviously that doesn't take place in California. Uh, uh, Samurai Cop. Wrong. Oh, damn. That quote uh, is made well, what's, by our... What's, hey? oh, 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 the last clue. I need the last clue at least. Yeah, okay. Uh, but remember our rules, the, the, the last clue yeah, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm done yeah. after this one. Anyway, okay. I just want to know what the clue is. Yeah. This was the most recent Rift Tracks release from director James Wen. Oh, God. So this was clearly... That would have been uh, Replica. Replica. Yeah. Yes, and that was that. That was uh, that was a mic line uttered after um, Joe. Our was he a software salesman in this? I don't even remember. Um, I think so. After he yes. stalks Claudia, he was an actual software room. salesman. Yeah, she, uh, he sold uh, the he, chips. He um he stalked Claudia the clone back to her hotel, and he knocks on the door. <laughs> And the clone opens the door. She's like, it's you. How dare you follow me here? And he said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. And then Mike says, I tripped and fell up five flights of stairs and landed here. It lives. It lives. Replica. Claudia. Now, I did do something a little bit mean. What's that? On this. Um, uh, I want it because... I know sometimes, sorry guys, sometimes Jeremy will watch uh, Riff Tracks on my account for stuff that I have that he doesn't. And I suspected that maybe, maybe because I was pulling, um, I was pulling quotes directly from the Riff Tracks site for the last one. And I thought that maybe he saw because they'll have like continue watching at, and they'll like list what you've watched recently but not finished. Oh, I see. No, I, so, I like that's I, a way you I can actually cheat. Don't. That's cheating. You can't do that. That's against the rules. Yeah, I'll I, be like, I'm gonna like, I like, I'm gonna catch him, and I'm gonna call him out. Well, not call him out, but just be like, I'm gonna throw him off. So I went, I got, I pulled those videos from YouTube. I pulled those quotes from YouTube, but I went to the Rift Track site before I went and told you that I had your quotes for you. Yeah, and I queued up and went to the middle so that they would <laughs> populate and continue watching. Riffs that like fit all these clues. That's why these clues is were there shot just in California. A, is there just a thing that that you can bring it up yeah. that just says continue watching? So, but like I didn't even know like that was a thing. Off. I watch was, all my uh, stuff I, through Plax. A talking anyway. Cat, Rock and Roll Nightmare, and Day of the Animals. So if you guess though any of those three, that's what I knew it was going to be like. Aha, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I pull most of yeah. my quotes. I've I pulled from uh, the trailers. For oh, the wow. riffs, really? Yeah, there are a few. There was, were a few man, that I didn't, but most really of them hard. were from the trailers. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> All right. But yeah. I guess I guess we yep. should actually talk about our Rift Tracks movie now. <laughs> After. Oh wait, so you were one for three, just, right? Yeah, I, I didn't do as good this time. You were you were two for That's three a, last time, so. 
Yeah, so. <sighs> so today we are going to be discussing the Rift Tracks release of the 1984 television film adaptation of Samson and Delilah. Unfortunately, this was not the 1940 whatever Cecil B. DeMille yeah. version of the movie. Yes. Which probably would have been which a lot is- more entertaining. <laughs> That would, I, dude, I, when I saw this, because, like, okay, so, guys, I love biblical epics. I mean, that's probably going to surprise a lot of people, but they're my thing. The Ten Commandments is, I've seen that movie more than any movie I, I have in, in my life. When I was a young baby man, we lived in Israel because my dad's a biblical archaeologist. We actually climbed Mount Sinai, and we would, um, before we would go down, with like his students is that they would show the 10 commandments in this big screening room in the BYU Jerusalem center there in in Jerusalem, obviously, which is where we lived. Um, And so like that movie and movies like it, like I'm like, that's like my thing. Um, Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, it's, and so Cecil B. DeMille also did another biblical epic before he did the, the Ten Commandments called Samson and Delilah. He did that in 1948 or 1949. It's somewhere and it around stars there. like, yeah, like it and it stars like uh, X stars. Interesting thing about that movie and it, it connects to this movie that we're going to watch is the guy uh, Victor Mature played Samson. And Victor Mature is in this movie. He plays the father of Samson. So there's a connection. Uh-huh. Very and interesting. Nineteen forty, like like it, it, it was very star-studded. It it, it started Angela Lansbury as Samson's uh, first wife that dies. <laughs> so it's it's um now I I am all for in fact I have advocated for in fact there's an article on fandom.com written by yours truly of uh, movies we want riff tracks to to dig into. And I said, I've always wanted Rift Tracks to do the Ten Commandments. Not because I think it's bad, because they did like Lord of the Rings and The Wizard of Oz. They can do great movies. Yeah. And like not like, you know, and just like have it be like a fun time. You're watching your favorite movie with uh, the guys from, from Rift Tracks. And to me, that's like the holy grail of movie riffing is for Rift Tracks to riff the Ten Commandments. But they've never done biblical epics until now. <laughs> I do epics in in quotes because man, this one they must have got for like five bucks because it is terrible. Uh, interesting, interesting fact about Victor Mature. Uh, his last film role was Samson and Delilah. Yeah, and then he died of leukemia. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> That's You're welcome. A, I'm not going to say that's a good fate, but like some of the people in this movie didn't meet great oh, fates. Oh man. <laughs> uh yeah, like Samson himself, uh Ant- yeah. Anthony Hamilton. Um I'm going to talk we'll about him. Yeah, we we'll definitely got to talk about him a little bit. Um cuz he could have had an extremely interesting career. Um but we'll we'll get there when we get there. Uh this movie yeah. also has uh, Max von Sydow in it as uh, Max von Sydow. <laughs> Yeah, Sitka. It also like you know what's what stunned me about this movie. It has it has like the cast is just like you you look at the cast, look at some of the names on there. It says Jose Ferrer. You know Jose Ferrer is the uh, is like the high is like the high Philistine cleric, and he shares a scene with 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 Max von Sydow in this movie. Yeah, Jose Ferrer 
uh, the the father of the father and of Miguel Ferrer and uncle of George Clooney, uh, was like was was nominated one best actor in 1950, and he was in the Kane Mutiny. He was um yeah. he was the uh, he was the uh, the the lawyer in the yeah. court martial in the Kane Mutiny. He got to throw um wine in Fred McMurray's face, <laughs> and that, and then he's in this piece of crap. <laughs> Yeah. So this is I a mean, very interesting movie. Uh, oh, 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 and who else? I think <laughs> oh, we would Oh, Daniel Stern. We, we have to talk Daniel about Daniel Stern. Stern. Yeah. One of the wet bandits. And, uh, mm-hmm. of course, the uh, the narrator for uh, The Wonder Years. Yes. Which they do make a great joke about. Uh, like, go narrate, to go narrate a 12-year-old Yeah. No. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, now, the, 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 one of the other things that I found out in doing research is that this movie is not based on the account in the Book of Judges, which when you start watching the movie, you're like, okay, clearly, like, this is not biblically accurate. No. Um, except for, like, a couple of things where I'm just like, okay, why are they doing this? Like, that thing with, 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 with the riddle and the 30 garments, that, that is in the Book of Judges. But that's like such a hard thing to like depict. You would think like why this of all things in that story are they depicting this? Because number one, it's not interesting. No, and it's like kind of hard. It's kind of hard to follow. Yeah, all he did, um, all, all they did that for was to show him beating up uh, the garrison of soldiers. Yeah, and then pulling the the post out of the ground. Yeah, so he like he could be like a really strong man. But this is actually based on a novel, and I for like I by some by some british novelist who took obviously took many liberties with the story of samson and delilah which is like you know it's like it's like 5000 words long in the bible like, like the people think the bible is long the bible is not that long everybody the 1962 novel husband of delilah by aaron yeah. Link- linklater huh. and i guess one of the well, obviously well, like one of the biggest um differences between the novel and this movie and the biblical account is the um uh like the role for delilah was changed she's much more sympathetic and not just as hopper who who seduces <laughs> samson and cuts his hair and he dies um but one like like i think one of the more interesting things about samson himself is that he's the israelite equivalent of uh, Heracles or Hercules in 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 like that tradition. Yeah. In fact, many biblical scholars they're not even sure. I mean, like you can like we like like we're not getting to to discussion about like whether or not things in the Bible actually happened, but whether or not like if it's like her not Hercules, but Samson is like Job, where it was like a story, yeah, that somebody was telling, or if it actually if people who wrote the Bible. Uh, purport that this is history that this happened so it, it's it's unclear if the story of samson is uh, at, at least among scholars is like yeah. something say like yes this 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 happened or no this is a story that somebody was telling hey i mean at least he uh beat up beat up the guys with the with the jawbone of an ass yeah, his jawbone is like a huge ass. While the lightning is but, um, striking all around him, and so like, what? I mean, like, do we need to talk about like the story? I mean, like, everyone kind of knows the story of 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 Samson and Delilah. I mean, I think okay, Samson was strong, 
the the yeah. the whole thing behind he's it was, a big strong he was man. not allowed to cut his hair. Uh, yeah, and or he would lose his strength, and so she cuts his hair, and then he gets captured. Yeah, that's and, that's uh, that's the overall gist of it. But I think like okay, so like in 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 the movie, like they um, it starts off and uh, like like the army and Daniel Stern is like the garrison commander, and they like. Samson is getting married to whoever, some Philistine woman, and they go in and they like play a prank on him. They act like they're gonna, like they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna like tear his house down and take him away. And instead, they just like throw him in. It's like a bachelor party thing, yeah, where they like throw him in the river and they're just they're hazing him basically. It sounds like ah, oh, <laughs> my parents thought that we were all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> You, you scamps. Yeah. So, thanks a lot, Daniel Stern. Uh, I think, uh, was was it uh, Deborah? Was that who he married, was marrying the first time? Was that, that her uh, name? I, I, I don't, I, I can't recall how the, uh, uh, how the girl's name is said right now. I'll have to hear, hang on. I can, but I can probably tell you in five seconds. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's not what I want. Dang it. Oh. <laughs> I forgot that I'm on my phone and not my laptop where all my notes are. Uh, is it not Samson? Idiot Samson. Samson. Uh, and I want the 1984 movie. Live, hot, Wikipedia action, everybody. Woo. Whatever, screw it. It's the same. I'll just bring it up in the 1949 movie. Uh, Angela is Semidar, is, I guess her name is. But, yeah. Okay, so, I was just trying to figure out who it was that played her. Oh, I don't know. Just random actress lady. Um, but, uh, now here's kind of like where I was a little bit confused in the movie was, 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 was Max von Sydow, the power of Christ compelled you. Was he jealous of Samson like early on? Like, I think, cause like, I think. Delilah was like, oh, he's a hottie McHot pants. I would like to take him to bed and cut his hair. And like, like, was my, <laughs> like, like, I think was, was Max one, like, I was so confused. Like, is Max Van Saito jealous of Samson? And that's why he wants to kill him. That's, and that's why they killed, oh, yeah, they killed Daniel, Daniel Stern later on, everybody. Yeah. That's, that's what it seemed like to me. It seemed like it was like, he wanted Delilah, but then she sees Samson. Samson, and she's like, like, oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, this guy's, you. like, young and muscly and not old and rankly. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I want to I wanna get with the hottie and not the naughty. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And then he, oh, wow. and then he embarrassed them with the whole 30, the... The riddle yeah, for the thirty of, garments, yeah, the little the riddle thing, which did not it did that 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 did not play like that's where the movie lost me. Like yeah. that's where I kind of like 
had it on in the background when they were dealing with all that garbage. Him from the ether, and you get meat from it. This movie has such a Copper Mountain effect, man. Like, I was like, oh, clearly, uh, clearly it's been like an hour already. And nope, 22 minutes. So, real quick... Uh, explain to the people what the Copper Mountain effect is for for anybody new. Eff- yeah, so the Copper Mountain effect is when you're watching a movie and it feels like it's been going on for 10,000 years. And clearly, clearly, it's near the end because, and then you click on it, like, no, and it's only been like, like 15 minutes you're only like 15 minutes in like yeah. it's like like the passage of time just like slows and it, it feels like it's hours literal hours longer than it actually is yeah and yeah, i so, definitely yeah, this, felt that with this one too this had that i was like but like but this is also so much longer than so many riff tracks releases lately like lately like you know we've i've said it so many times on the podcast is like Lately, it's been like 71 to like 79 minutes. This was 81 minutes. Yeah. Well, the original movie was 95 minutes, so I wonder what they oh, cut out of it. I wonder what they cut It's fine. <laughs> we don't need to see 90 minutes of truth or dare. <laughs> or 90 minutes of bog. Or 90 minutes of what else? Of Inspector Mom. Oh, I think Inspector Mom was 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, Inspector Mom was 90 minutes. But, yeah, this this was not a good retelling of this story. Yeah, it was. There were a lot of exotic cats in this movie. Yeah, I had a fun time. Oh, this was a great riff. Yeah. A lot of things. (laughs) Any moments that, like, stand out to you? That like maybe oh. we should cover because just like that. I mean, like I mean, the, the movie is just so slow and ugly. That's another thing. Like, I mean, let's talk about the oh, look God. of the movie. I mean, we were talking about it a little bit before the podcast, but like this movie, it was like nineteen. It was like way past the uh, like the time frame when biblical epics were like a big thing, like in the fifth, like in the forties and the fifties, and, and yeah. like a little bit in the sixties. Like it was in nineteen eighty four. It was a TV movie for God's sake. But it and looked like it was filmed in the early it, '60s. Yeah, dude, this like like and like the film quality of it. I don't know if they just got a bad print, but like it looks like Prisoners of the Lost Universe. It looks like it looks really bad. It is awful. It is like awful. Like, like 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 the locations. Like okay, so if you look at like the Ten Commandments or anything that's really done by like Cecil B. DeMille because like he is like the gold standard for like biblical epics yeah, and like Bible stories in film. Like it is just, he does like, he finds the most gorgeous things you could possibly put onto the screen. This looks like it, like, like they went to Egypt and shot the whole movie there. This looks like it was like shot in Oklahoma for a hundred bucks. It's so, it's so just like, it's so gross and ugly. And like, yeah. it has people like Max von Sydow and Jose Ferrer and Daniel Stern. Like th- these aren't nobody. And they're all just out, uh, like in the swamp saying these weird things to each other. It's just like, <laughs> ah. and, and, and you got to think of be like, what are we like? This is so weird. What are we doing? Um, and it's just like, it looks like it was shot like in the seventies. It doesn't look like an eighties movie. It looks uh, like it was shot like in the seventies. This is like way into like the mid eighties. This is like nineteen eighty four. Mike in the chat says they really spent a lot of time in that indoor pool, which is kind of yeah, gross when you think about it. 
Yeah, I, um, I liked all the jokes about all the crap floating on top of it. All of the uh, <laughs> like, I know there were flowers and they're supposed to be pretty or whatever, but it just looked like dead leaves floating in a pool. Like nothing, oh, nothing that sense. you would want to like. Yeah, be like it, hanging around. It's like this, this, this amazing uh, uh, Philistine palace. Which, by by the way, I gotta say, like they look more. Uh, they were going. They really did for all their failings. Yeah. <laughs> for 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 all their failings to do a biblical epic, they really kind of wanted to make this look like the Ten Commandments a little bit because you can tell just like had a very Egyptian air to it in bit, in yeah. the Philistine. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that civilization at that time. I I don't mean to get like pedantic or anything like that, but you could tell that they were going for like the Ten Commandments, Cleopatra kind of look. Well, they had a fountain in, in the thing, like an actual fountain. Yeah. Like, oh, no, yeah. And there was even a joke about that, that like, yes. oh, yes. <laughs> They're like, oh, sure, like that fa- that water pump technology there in 1100 BC. Yeah. I uh, I, I do want to talk about the, our main actor here for a minute uh, okay. before we get too far into the actual movie. So uh, Anthony Hamilton played Samson. He was an uh, English-Australian actor. Uh, he was a dancer. He started off as a uh, ballet dancer. And mm-hmm. uh, his first main role was this movie, Samson and Delilah. Uh, and then there was a TV series called Cover Up, which uh, I actually remember this show. Uh, not for Wait, anything that happened in the show. Uh, the show Cover Up was in the... Also, 84. It started in 1984 and ran for like a year. Uh, The guy playing the main character, uh, the original main character, uh, John Eric Hexum, died on set Mm -hmm. in an accident. Oh, Um, so he's like Victor Morrow. Yeah. the, The main reason that I remember this show, though, is because the theme song is holding out for a hero. But it's a cover. Yes, but it's a cover sung by E.G. Daly. Who? Uh, E.G. Daly, she is the the voice mostly known as the voice of Tommy Pickles and Rugrats and (laughs) Buttercup on the Powerpuff Girls. Uh, Yeah, she sang the cover. And that's the only reason I remember... That show at all is because I remember that it had that because song for the theme, and then I looked it up. For a hero. I looked it up like a year ago, because I'm like, "All right, there was a show that had it," and I listened to it. It's bad. <laughs> it's that's well, one of my all time. Strong, and he's got to be. I, don't, I, I have to. I have to put this out. It's got to be that fresh is, from the fight, Jeremy. That is one of my all time favorite songs. Is holding out for holding a hero. out for a hero. Yes, that is one of my all-time favorite songs. My He's got wife, larger than life, Jeremy, can't stand it. He's... She can't stand it, and I love it. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, Anthony Hamilton was actually friends with the guy who died, who had the lead in Cover Up. They went to acting school together, so they knew each acting. other. Um. So he died, and then uh, Hamilton took over the role before uh, up until the show got canceled. Uh, and then 
he was almost James Bond after this kind of blows Roger my mind. Moore. Uh, he was in uh, he was in talks to replace Roger Moore as James Bond. That's got uh, to be like 1985. Yeah. Uh, reportedly, the producer uh, Albert Broccoli. Uh, I know it's not broccoli, but it looks like broccoli. Um, Cubby Broccoli. No, 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 yeah. no. That's Is his it name. actually broccoli? Cubby Broccoli, yeah. Uh, Cubby Broccoli. I thought it was like broccoli or something. Um, yeah, because Bar- because Barbara Broccoli still does it. Yeah. Uh, he he wanted to not cast him because uh, in real life, turns out, he was gay. So he's like, I can't have him playing James Bond because he would be acting. Uh, <laughs> instead, they cast Timothy Dalton, uh, but he ended up being on, uh, you know, guest spots on a bunch of different shows, oh. and uh, up until uh, he died in 1995 uh, from AIDS, which nah, it's unfortunate. Is sad, yeah, is sad. The last thing he did was Fatal Very Instinct, um, but you know, oh, he was in uh, Howling Four. Interesting. I heard that for some reason. I heard that as Fatal Combat. <laughs> Like he was in fa- no. <laughs> that would have been a real interesting. That would have been amazing if he was in Fatal Combat. Oh man. Uh. So yeah. You don't know the meaning of value. You don't know the meaning of value. Cubby broccoli. I'd buy you that You don't know for the meaning dollar. of value when it comes to your James <laughs> Bonds. Right. Oh man. Um. So. You know, Samson and Delilah was not. Samson was not and very Delilah. Well made. Not a very well made. Yeah, uh, for TV it was a piece movie. of garbage. Are we, uh, we going to go through our list? Yeah, the riff, the riff, though, guys. The riff is great. The riff is outstanding. There was some. It's worth it. There were a couple of really stupid jokes that I laughed very hard at. Uh, like when they mm-hmm. first said his name, Samson, and Kevin's like, oh, Samson, like that guy in the Bible. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Well, any time you make fun of Max von Sydow, I got very excited because of the uh, The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Um, yeah. now, oh, okay. Now, before we get speaking of the power of Christ, I, be, be, before we get into the list, is that one of the things I did notice is that right, with biblical epics, things like the Ten Commandments, other other things like that, is that it's supposed to like, like, like the really good ones are supposed to like spiritually edify you and 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 lift you up and make you yeah. feel like you know like like church is supposed to, but oftentimes doesn't does not. Yeah. But um. Like make you feel closer to God, or or you know, inspire you that way, spiritually edify you is you know how I would describe it. I don't think they went for that at all. No. Like 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 that element of this movie was was missing, and it does like like and, and not that like they did it poorly, but like they didn't really talk about God at all. Yeah, the only time they, that I we really got like, yeah, anything mentioned to be like. Well, God end. commanded me to go marry this girl, and like that was it. Yeah, there was the thing at the very end too, where he, after he got his eyes burnt out with coal, yeah, um, where he was, he he somehow stumbled his way up the stairs to the the pillars, <laughs> and yeah. did, like God give me strength, and but that's like it. That's the only other time. Yeah, no, like, that, that was it. it, was, it, it yeah, it, it's unearned. There's there, there, there there's like no like crisis of faith or anything like that. Yeah. And then he crushed himself <laughs> and Max von Sydow under the temple. And uh do you think that he think the little guy got away? No, Max von Sydow got crushed by that statue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that was on top of the temple, so 
Yeah, I would count that as part of the temple. Yeah. But do you think the the little person got Pazuzu. away? I don't know if the little person got away or not. I that was, that was my first thought. Because of course, if you're doing like something Pazuzu. like this, there has to be a a little person involved. Uh, he was the guy that Samson was hugging at the end there when he like he was being trotted out to be executed or whatever. Uh, they had a, a little person. Uh, leading him, I guess. I don't know if he was leading him out or just walking and holding his hand like a little kid. Like, so I wonder if he made it or not. I didn't. I didn't notice what happened to him. That's. This is where my brain goes with movies like this. But. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's... anyway, uh, let's let's go through our nine points on this movie. The first one, of course, is plot. Uh, well, it had one. And this is so, our sliding like, drift track scale. So, uh, what was the last thing we talked about? What, Demon like, what Island. Did we even talk about last week. Demon oh. Island, the oh killer gosh. pinata movie. Well, I mean, if we're comparing it, that to one that, had I'm a two, a three. That one had a two. Like, yeah, no. Well, yeah, no, this one's better. Oh than yeah. That. So three. Uh, it sounds high, but. <laughs> it's it's mid. We've been ranking things low. We've been ranking things really low lately. Yeah. These these are out of five, so yeah. it's like right right around the middle, just just slightly above average. Yeah. Um, the acting. Oh well, well. Here's the thing: I really love like that Max von Sydow and uh, Jose Ferrer. I really like that like overly dramatic '50s style of acting. I really Me too. enjoy it. So I'm going to, and there's some really good actors in this movie. So I'm going to give it a four just based on that, because I, I don't think we've had really good acting no. in Rift Tracks in a little I while. Don't think, I don't think the acting is where the faults are in this movie necessarily. No, no, no. I mean, like, even Daniel Stern was just like, like you know, in his stupid uh, f- frat prank to his, <laughs> his, his buddy. Like, that was actually acted fairly well. So. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually going to... I think I'm going to bring this up. Why not? Let's bring this up. Let's put this up. Since we can do this now, we can have this for everybody to see while we do it. There we go. Right Ba-ding. there. Boom. There okay. All right. So up next, we have dialogue. The dialogue. The dialogue mm. of this movie. Well, let's, like, it wasn't fantastic. Um, like it wasn't like like Cecil B. DeMille level, but it also <laughs> wasn't horrible. I mean, yeah, like, but I mean, also was... I think I think we also kind of got to take stuff off for that whole twenty minutes that they were doing that stuff with the garments, or I just completely checked out of the movie. I don't yeah, know if that has anything to do with the dialogue. So, but like, I mean, it it, it does because. Yeah, because like the dialogue, you just don't care like, about what they're you're talking what they're about, saying. Like going to like get thirty garments for like your platoon or whatever it is, and like I just don't think that they sold it, and it's not the actor's fault. So um, two, two, yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, all right, now talking about oh, uh, no. what we touched on earlier, the cinematography. Dude, dude, one, this was a. Ugly, 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 ugly movie. It was a very ugly movie. Uh, did not look good at all. Um, the editing. I think the editing. I think was, the editing has to. I think the editing has to take a hit because of it had a severe copper mountain effect, particularly early on. 
Yeah. Like, and, and like, again, like, when I they got we, to the whole thirty garments thing, it was just yeah. The like, whole thirty garments thing really, really dragged the movie down. So uh, two, a two. That's what I was. That's what I was going to suggest. Uh, effects. Did this really have a lot of effects in it? I mean, no, it really we got the lightning I mean, in the sky. The lightning with the um, with the ass bone, the jaw <laughs> of the giant ass. Yeah. And, and all, all, all the craziness that was going on there. But it wasn't great. I mean, it had effects. It doesn't, doesn't mean the effects were good. Yeah. I mean, it, better than, like, cats. But, I mean, <laughs> so, I don't know. I think I think we'll go with we, two on this we, one. We gave cats zero across the board. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one because, like, that lightning one. didn't look good. And that set, that set at the end just was Yeah, awful. that was... That was yeah great. when yeah when when Samson brought the temple down like that was not a good set you could tell like he's just like it looked like he was pulling down angel food cake <laughs> so <laughs> uh, sound and music the sound was awful this, in this the, yeah, because no, but like yeah there ahead. was a lot of times where the actors would be down a hallway. And they sounded like you were listening to somebody talking down a hallway. Yes, it sounded it was, like psychotronic. It was, man. Yeah. It was so bad. I, I don't uh, really yeah, remember said, much of the music out of it, other than just being. Well, how many times have we said cheesy... this on this podcast lately? Is that we don't remember any of the music? I think like at least the last three episodes in a row, this will be like four, or it'll be like we don't remember any of the music. I don't remember any of the music in this. Do you? And if you don't remember the music, that is not a good sign. No, it's for, not, no, for so the music great. getting yeah, a so high rating, one, like one. if this was if this was dancing, it's on. Let's say the music is up there. We got a song about a guy singing about how he would hold hands with a man and trying to be a lesbian to win your love. Trying to be a lesbian, that's right. Yeah, like you remember that. That doesn't go away. <laughs> yeah, uh, like that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right. Let's. How how do you rate? Uh, Lee Phillips' job here as a this director. director was suck. <laughs> like, I want to see I what else how, he did. I don't know how you can have these actors and have this result. So I'm gonna say one. Like gotta, the directing wasn't good. Yeah. I gotta look at this guy's IMDb page here. I want to see. I was looking at a little bit earlier. Like directed. nothing stuck out to struck out to me as like particularly like anything that I would recognize. He did. Uh, he directed one episode of Diagnosis Murder. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Uh, Does that have Dick I'm, Van Dyke in it? Yes, he was like Seems a doctor. Like yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're right. it, it, it was a CBS show. Uh, so, yes. Um, I'm, I'm He's still alive. Through. That's amazing. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke, not the director of this. Uh, yeah. He directed two episodes of MASH. Oh, well, I mean, well, well I mean, like, okay, what seasons? Like, 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 when was it? It just was says two it, episodes. Um, it doesn't say. No, but like, well, no, but it's important to know. Is he Trapper John uh, MASH or is it BJ Honeycutt MASH? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. He directed an episode of the Bill Cosby show. <laughs> not not the Cosby show, the Bill Cosby show. The Bill Cosby show. Dude, he had yeah. like yeah, he had like yeah, he, dude, he had a bunch of them, man. <laughs> yeah, because... this was 
this was What's this he was doing? wasn't great. What's he doing these days? Uh, I don't know. I did he ever get out of jail? I don't know. I have no idea. I yeah, don't really care. Yeah, oh. yeah, he got uh, out of jail. Whatever. I don't really care what he. They doing. let him out early. Was, you know, screw him. But um, now now this one is this is an important one for us guys. If you're if yeah. you're new here, the the character or personality of the film itself. Um, this movie didn't have a lot because, yeah, like it had a lot of big like, names in it, but they were just there, like they were doing their job. They weren't trying to make the best movie they could, or at least it didn't no, they, feel yeah, that they were way. Just there, and, and the thing that's is, a big thing for us. Yeah, I wanted this movie to have a personality, but you look at it. Because it's like a biblical epic. That's what it sells itself. Have Samson and yeah. Delilah, one of the most famous Bible stories there is, uh, are I guess whatever. Um, and like it, it doesn't deliver. And you look at it, and it looks like Prisoners of the Lost Universe. And it yeah. has Max von Sydow and Miguel, not Miguel, uh, Jose Ferrer, and Daniel Stern, and all these other people in it. And it just it, like. But the thing is, you want it to have a personality. Yeah, it, it was. But the personality it, was a it does have is just aspect. like really is is like really gross. I think I just came up with with an analogy. Is, is that this... movies like this that 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 like look like Prisoners of the Lost Universe? They're like the nice fedora. They're they're like the nice guy version of movies. Like guys on Reddit that wear fedoras and like I'll be. I I don't want to be your boyfriend. I want to be your man friend. Like they're trying to like rise above their station before they're just completely friend zoned at best by like these women that they're stalking online. Uh, like, or as a kid say, slide into your DMS. That's what these movies are. are, are that, that, that's the, they're, they're the movie equivalent of the fedora wearing nice guy. Oh my what? God, Dave. <laughs> that's great. What? That's perfect. No, that's perfect. Oh. I love it. Yeah. Oh, so just like gosh. just just kind of like these grainy, gross prisoners of the lost universe kind of movies, they're that kind of movie. So like, but it doesn't. That's like so. I think I'm gonna give it. I mean, despite probably, I'm probably gonna watch it again just because. Like, there are some really fun moments in it. Uh, yeah, I, it I wasn't. Go it wasn't. Too. It wasn't an yeah. awful experience watching this. No, no, no. I, yeah, but I, I think, think I gotta go fine. too, just because like it like they it seemed like they wanted to pretend like they were reaching for something, but they weren't. And what we got was just this really gross thing. Yeah, and then our last question, of course, did the riffs make it watchable slash save oh, the yeah. movie? Very yes, I put very yes on this yes, one. Absolutely yes. Yes, very. And guys, nice. we guys, we don't always say that Rift Track saves movies. There are a lot of mo- there have been a lot of movies re- recently that despite their best efforts, Rift Tracks just can't save. We yeah, we actually have a list. Uh and it's it's Rift <laughs> to never watch again. Rift to never uh, watch again. And and not, nothing to do with Rift Tracks, but just that the movies are just so awful that's like no, this gets one and we're done. Yeah, and here's I'll go through the list real quick for the benefit of of people who have never listened before. Uh, of course, the now number one is. Don't let this is, deter you from, for God's sake, if you want to check these out. Some 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 of these are pretty famous. Yeah, but for our money, it's like mm, no. 
Uh, the first one and the one that uh, I I apparently I forgot that I had done this. Uh, but when we went to Rift Tracks Live in Nashville, uh, Peter was going down and asking people on video uh, what the worst movie that they've that they've riffed was. And uh, mine came out like last week or the week before that, uh, with no hesitation. Oh cats. yeah, you said immediately. Cats. He said, "What's the worst cats. movie we've riffed?" And I said, "Cats." Like the instant he finished saying "riff," well, it wasn't just you that said that. No, there was there was other people, but it's cats is one of these movies that I will never sit through again, uh, even to watch the riff. The no, riff yeah. was so good because this again. movie needed it, but I just. But can't. the movie was just atrocious no not doing it uh the aforementioned copper mountain from where the copper Copper mountain effect came in our lexicon uh hobgoblins 2 was just miserable i I do too but it was miserable but yeah Uh, yeah, same with the next one the next one is the one that we both feel the worst about that's baby ghost uh, yeah, <laughs> no. cyclone. Uh, the one about the people adrift in the ocean. I always forget that exists. It's like I, I, I think that one hurt you more than it hurt me. Honestly. I mean, the like, whole thing with the dog, and then they like cut the guy up to eat him. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the castle of Fu Manchu, which is another one that well, I think surprised honestly, me because the we... blood of Fu Manchu was such a good riff. I think we were both in a really bad mood when we watched that. <laughs> I mean, it could be. I think maybe it doesn't deserve the... Uh, looking back on it, I think it maybe doesn't deserve that level. Maybe but, we'll give I it mean, another we can chance. We keep it on the list, but it's just like... But like, I think we were just... Because like, I know I, in particular, was just like, can we be done with this director? I hate all... Like, like why are we continuing to watch movies from this guy? They're all just trash but yeah. um because they can probably get them cheap for his whole catalog. yeah they can probably get them super or cheap, they probably yeah. did get them cheap for the whole catalog so they're not spending 7.4 million dollars every yeah, 12 vod's god that's so bad i'm still just like blown away by the numbers that they come up with because it's not it's not uh, it's not that it's not that jeremy yes sir jeremy Hmm. Did you watch this movie on Rift? No. I don't think I I don't think I would either. I don't I don't think I'd be able to watch it on Rift. Yeah. I think I think it this is one of those ones where like I may have left the the channel on when it was on whatever like ABC or whatever showed it probably on a Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon or whatever. I might have turned it on and started to watch it and then just lost interest and walked away from the TV. Maybe left it on, but I would have been in the other room doing something different. What about you, Dave? I don't think so. No. That's a pretty that's yeah. a pretty easy one for this one. Yeah. Some of them are a little harder, but uh yeah. Uh Yeah, some of them are maybe, some of them are definite yeses, but this one no. It's kind of like Kind of like with Inspector Mom, I, I would I would watch that unrift under very specific circumstances, but uh, this one I don't think I would. Like, it just is 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 anybody I would watch this with would 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 nope out as well. So, well, it's it's funny that you bring up Inspector Mom because uh, as we learned when we were looking up that one, that there was another movie. 
in the Inspector Mob series. There was another movie. There was a series, too, a very small, like, maybe eight-episode series, I think it was, maybe ten, somewhere on there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Bridget and Mary Jo have just riffed the last Mary Higgins Clark movie. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, so... There's always the potential that we'll get the other Inspector Mom riff, uh, or the other Inspector Mom movie riffed by them. I really hope we do. That was that was a very enjoyable riff. Um, Danica McKellar's like over my dead body. <laughs> I'm sure that's how I'm. I'm. I'm sure that's how she sounds. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I'll do better next time. Um, but you know, hopefully, hopefully that happens. Um. I don't know what we're going to be getting this week uh, because this will be the final release before Halloween. They just released a new short today called Don't oh, Be I, Afraid. Oh, I, I watched it. It was pretty funny. Um, yeah. Which I have not watched yet. Uh, I haven't purchased it yet, but I'm going to as soon as we go off the air because I've got a couple other shorts to get to catch myself back up to having 100% of the shorts. Um, you but next Friday is the release of Rad, the Rift Tracks Live VOD. Uh, November 3rd is when we're supposed to be getting that. We get that on Blu-ray? I think so. I think so. I think so. I'm pretty sure they they passed that. Um, I hope I'm not getting myself in trouble by actually saying that that's when we're getting Rad because it hasn't been announced. It's always like two months after... Well, okay, um, there's a 10,000% chance that no one from Rift Tracks is watching us right now, so you're good. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, that being said, our next episode might have another new riff. Uh, if not, we'll probably take a look at some other Halloween-related yeah. uh, movie that we have not talked about yet, which I'll have to go back through the master list and there's find one that we haven't there's done yet. There are a few. some good candidates. Yeah. Um, and because I don't, did we talk about Hackaween last year? I don't think we did. Or Hackaween or whatever it. it was. Did you? I, think I don't I remember. I summarized it. Yeah. I know we didn't. It, I know we didn't do a whole episode about it. But um, I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> there's, there's some other ones definitely that we can do. Um, and there's a few more that I'm gonna watch, just myself. Uh, I just watched Mirror Mirror again the other day, which such a good riff. Um, but we definitely Dude, why talk you keep about reminding that me of riffs that have completely left my brain. God. Right. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll talk about either something new or a classic Halloween riff next Tuesday, uh, and then uh, the Tuesday following that, Dave and I will pick something out of the catalog. Uh, we'll try and come up with a deep cut for you guys uh, because yeah, we, we don't we need to spend another. Yeah. We don't need to spend another episode talking about Rad as much as I'm going to want to. Yeah. I'm going to be excited about it. Uh, I might bring up some stills uh, if I can find myself on uh, on camera at all. Uh, I know my wife is in the B-roll that they use at the credits, but um, I was not obviously paying attention to the camera people in the audience. I was watching the show. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, if if it's there, I'll show it just to, you know, Rub it in Dave's face Just a little to brag. Bit. Uh, because the, the B-roll that I'm in will never be seen again. Nope, it's, it's gone. It is dead. You, you were in, you were at Mothra, which is just to be, uh, just, to just, just the jokes. Can't get that word, word out. experience. Yeah. But we've talked about that. So. Uh, but, you know, thanks for hanging out with us tonight, guys. 
Uh, if you want to support us at all, the best thing you can do is give us a follow right here on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash pbnawesome. Uh, you can find me anywhere on the internet. Uh, you can go to our Patreon at True Blue Riffcast uh, and drop us a couple dollars a month there if you want to. If not, it's no big deal. We don't really care. Like we've said many, many times before, we just do this because we love riff tracks and we both like rambling on about stuff that we enjoy. And yep. uh, any anything Going that you do that you do throw our way, yeah. Uh, it just goes right back into the podcast. We use it for, for getting other riffs and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, any anything you want to do to support, share the podcast, leave us a review on one of the whatever platform you listen to us on, and then make sure you send that to us so we actually see it. Uh, yeah, so we and can it's not it. just a weird bot one like the one we read the one time. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to do it for us today. Um, again, you can find me anywhere online at PB and Awesome. And uh, the podcast is up on X uh, at TB Riffcast. Oh, uh, you can uh, yeah, you can check me out, Dave. Uh, search me on Amazon and Audible, and uh, also check me out on the Discord or my Discord, the Dave Chadwick Discord. Uh, things have been popping there, so yeah, come join us. Yeah, um, and uh, make sure you leave a review if you uh, read his book, Monkey, and talk about how much your mom hates the foul language. Yeah. And, uh, but that's going to yeah. do it for us, guys. We'll see you next week right here on the True Blue Riffcast. Rock till you die. Rock till you die.